But I'm sorry today, Greg, but I'm sorry we come to God's house and we've got a lot of lost folks around us today that need our prayers before anything, but I ask you to take time to remember Derek Bessie's brother. He's struggling a little bit from death he's had the last couple of months, so I just ask you to remember him when you
like to welcome each and every one out to the house of the Lord this morning. I don't know about you, but I'm sure I'm glad to be here. Thankful for uh, every hill and every valley he's helped me journey through these past couple of weeks. I was thinking about that a minute ago. I thought, Lord, we'd get out traveling and things is bad. You thank the Lord for that hill and then that valley. And then you say, Lord, you helped me through this hill. You have to help me through another one and get me to my destination safely. And I see that the crowd's good this morning. So, Lord, watch the others. Stay safe. safe. Uh, nervous this morning. Uh, I should be. Uh, unworthy. But I do love the Lord and I love His Word and I'm thankful for what uh, He showed me and how He opened things up and let me see Him a lot of times. Uh, uh, he is most kind and gracious to uh, let us seek things out and see things and He just kept seeing me one way. I went one way and, and I had pretty well things pretty well settled and then He just turned me right around and went another direction. So that's okay. Another, it'll, uh, it'll be just fine. And we might use that again later. We may never use it. Maybe it's just been something for me. But uh, I'm thankful for His Word. Uh, I'm thankful for how He'll show you things and let you see things. And if we'll open up His letter and sit down and read what He wrote down for us, uh, I promise you uh, I will try my best with His help to uh, bring out the way He showed me something and uh, how that... Uh, there's more than what you think. A lot of times we forget that. We skip through and we just go right on and we don't even think anything about it. Yeah. And uh, get in a hurry reading through or whatever and not stop and see exactly what God's got to, to speak to our hearts when we're, when we're reading. Um, but I try and, and I'll catch myself somewhere and I'll keep going back and back and back. And he kept stirring something in my heart and I, I read Maybe the two or three chapters before, two or three chapters after, other verses, other chapters, but it kept staying in one place, it kept staying. And uh, the thought that it gave me is uh, it's not as bad as you think. And that's the thought that it gave me this morning. It's not as bad as you think. And as I began to study and pray and think about what he would have me say, what he had me do, he led me to the 12th chapter of the book of Hebrews. Now this is a very rich chapter. There's a lot of things in here. There is a lot of things. If you want to dig down deep and see what God's got for you, uh, you sit down and read this chapter and He'll show you a lot of things that He's done, He's going to do, and what a wonderful uh, thing that He has done countless times again and again to help us, to strengthen us, uh, to get us to where we need to be, where we can be used by Him. Or it could be a witness, a testimony, a help, whatever needs to be done. But it led me into the 12th chapter and then the third verse. So, you Bible readers know the first three verses of this chapter is very, very rich, very wonderful. But the third verse is where he left me. And I kept going back to it, and he kept opening things up and letting me see. So, we'll start there. And I desire your prayers. <clears throat> the third verse, 12th chapter, says this. For consider. Now he stopped me there, and I began to think about that. Now if you're considering something, you're going to stop, you're going to think, you're going to sit down, you're going to pray, unless you uh, 
as, I, as God gave us to be kind of your willy-nilly decisions that you make without His help and without His strength. And you go and do it yourself and you see how that works out. I've done that. I, I've done that. So, you know, I know how that works out. It don't work out very well when you try to go in yourself without considering. So the word consider will leave you in a place where you have to sit down, be still, all distractions away from you. If you're seriously considering, whether it's financial, whether it's spiritual, whether it's something God wants you to do, whatever it is you're doing, if you're going to consider something, you're going to have to stop and lay everything aside, everything aside, and ponder on that one thing that you've got to consider. Okay? Now, it twists up a little bit. Now you got to go a different direction now. But it says, for consider... Him, the Lord, Jesus Christ, our personal Savior, the one that died for our sins. So now, when you consider Him, you must look back at the things that He's done, the things He's been through, the things He's brought you through. So you have stopped for a second, again, like I said, considering something, sit down, be still, talk to God. Make sure you're making the right decision. But now, you've got to consider what He's done. What He's done in your life. The hills, the valleys that I spoke of already. The things He's brought you through. The times that were no hope. No help. Nowhere. He's brought you through. So now you're considering Him. So when you do that, and you begin to stop and meditate, and think about Him. For consider Him that endured. Okay. So here we are again. As the Lord opened this up to me. Endure. What do you mean by that? What in the world is that? Go through something. Do something. That you really don't want to do it. You've just got to do it. And you don't want to be there, and you don't want to be in that place, but you've got to endure it. And you've got to know it's a task or something that you've had to do, something that you're going through, that you've got to see through. You're not going to be able to stop in the middle and give up. You're going to have to endure it. You're going to have to go through it. You're going to have to go all the way through it, not part of the way through it. So if God's got you in a place where you're in an enduring spot, then there's a place where He's wanting you to grow. There's a place where He has brought you through and brought you to that you have to go completely through. Right. So here we are. We're just a few words in this third verse and we're considering Him that endured all the way even unto the end. So here we are. We're talking about the Lord. We're thinking about what He's done and what He endured for us. And how He opened that up and let me see that. So many things that, again, like in life will throw at you that you just got to go through, that you just got to get through, that you don't really want to do. Or maybe it's something that you've got on your heart to do and you want to do it the best you can and you got to get through it. And when you get to the other end, it'll be very wonderful, very victorious, but you have to endure. 
For consider him that endureth such contradiction. So here we are. When you're trying to do something for God, you're not going to have a family. When you're trying to work for God, you're not going to have a whole bunch of people that's just going to cheer you on. There is going to be some controversy. There's going to be some enduring. And there's going to be some things to consider. So here we are. We're in the third verse. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself. He did everything He did for us yes. with the whole world on His bicycle. If you do anything for God, you will do everything you do for Him with the whole world on your back. There are not everybody in this world that is going to support you. There is not everybody in this world that's going to stand with you as they did Him. So He did or consider Him Lord that endured such contradiction of sinners against Himself. All on Him. Everything. All the weight. All the sin. All the things that He endured for us. So it's not a bad thing. So the reason why He wrote this down is so you would see what He could not tell you. And there's a reason why everything is written down in here. And you know how I love this. It's written down for your knowledge. So you'd know. So see, he did leave you in the dark. He let you know. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself. I want you to listen to what he's going to tell us in just a second. It's going to change up. Right now, it's going to change up a little bit. Lest ye, you, me, be weary. Just can't go another mile. I don't know if I can make it or not. Just too high of a hill. Too hard to climb. The valley's too wide. Burden's too strong. Just too much for me to handle. Just way, way too much. Yes, Lest ye be worried and faint in your minds. Your heart's strong. God's strong. His spirit in your heart, when you say to and put that in there, that's solid as it could be. Here's where the weakness comes. Here's where the weakness comes. Here's where the failure comes. Here's where the things that are contrary to what God wants to do in your life, here's where the giving up spot us. In your mind. So he's told us right here in this one verse, he says, for consider him that endures such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be weary and faint in your mind. So the thought was, it's not as bad as you think. So while we're going through these things and doing these things for the Lord or whatever you're going through in your life that God's trying to help you with or to help you grow with, 
or to help you walk closer. There's a lot goes on in life. There's a lot of there's a lot of contradictions. There's a lot of things to consider. There's also a lot of things to endure. For who? For the Lord. For Him. Why is that so? Why is it so? Because there's strength in it. And if you get in that place, you'll see Him. And when you see Him, you'll see what He's done. The hills and the valleys and the things you've been through and what He's marvelously brought you through and what He's done for you. But here's the thought, and I want you to listen to what the Lord wrote down for us to know that we forgot. Ye have not resisted unto blood striving against sin. Ye have not resisted unto blood striving against sin. Everything. He gave everything. I want to read you one thing here. You don't pray for me, I'll find it. in the garden and the sweat became his great drops of blood and uh, we must strive against sin to that capacity so it's not that as hard as you think but then he led me another place here look at John 19th chapter 31st, when Jesus therefore received the vinegar, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave it to him. It's not as hard as you think. You <coughs> have not resisted in the blood striving against sin. <coughs> so as we go through this life and we go through what God has put on our hearts and what He's done for us and everything that we go through, it's not to compare. Uh, it's not really that bad. And our fleshly eyes look at it and see it as just the worst thing coming and going and this is going to get no worse. But I can promise you this, it can't get worse. It can't get worse. How He gave that to me you have not resisted unto blood striving against sin. 
seems like a, a very small thought, but yes, it is a huge thought because we'll get troubled and wearied in our minds and give up. We'll get weak and we'll forget. And our mind will stop and say, it's just not worth it. And our mind will say, there's no way I can make it. And our mind will say, what a failure I am. I do that all the time. I get back over a lot of times. I feel less. I sit down and feel like the biggest failure. But I just do what God has me to do. And I'll do, if I do no more, no less, and try to help the church, try to be what He'd have me to do, and what He wants me to say. And we'll forget that hill. And when I thought about that when I got hard at work, I thank the Lord that I did. But then I forgot about all those hills and valleys that quick. I asked him for something else, let me be able to walk into the building without breaking my neck. So, you see, those things that God brings us through, we'll tend to forget. But we need to apply them to Him. Because if we put Him in our heart, we'll remember what He's done. And we'll not forget the things He's brought us through. We'll remember that hill, remember that valley. Remember the decision that you make to go where God wanted you to go or do what God wanted you to do or to say what God wanted you to say. And this mind, you'll get weary and you'll say, I don't know why I did that. I'm beginning to doubt yourself and say, where are we going with that? You know, kind of thing. But really, in your heart, you know that you follow God and done what you have to do. You have to do. But we forget how great He is. But we also forget one thing that's very important. I want you to understand this morning. Forget one thing. It comes at a great cost. And He had to strive with everybody's sin on His back unto blood. When he prayed in the garden, he prayed until his sweat became God's blood. How beautiful a picture that God painted for us to see in two verses that we could look back at Calvary. We could look back at what he endured all the way to the end. What he did, striving against everybody that was against him. So it's really not as bad as you think. So see, it's not as bad as you think. Because we think too much. I'm the world's worst of words. I'm the first to word. I'm the first to double check and second guess my decisions. I'm the first to think I'm heading the wrong direction. I'm the first to fuss about it when it don't go exactly the way that I think it ought to go. But when you get in the place where you have to endure for Him, it's not really as hard as you think. 
if we'd lean on Him and remember what He done, then what we're going through is just a vapor, just a small thing that we're doing, just a little thing for Him, <laughs> just going through, stay the course, stay with the ship, abide in His grace and mercy, walk close to Him, and He'll help you. But what I've seen so much is the fact that we need to consider what He has done. And consider what He has done for us. And consider where He's brought us from and how far, how much further down the road we are than we were this time last week. How much further down the road are we in our spiritual life? Because I can promise you there's not a person in this building right now that God has not done something in a miraculous way to help you get through what we've been going through, to do what we've been doing with His help. But in your mind, you said there's no way. There's a way. So, those things we need to consider, but we also need to endure because there's going to be trouble come our way. And if it's not your house, give it there to It's coming. You think that's not true? That's a true statement. It's coming. When you think not. And at that point, you're going to have to consider what the Lord's already done in your life and how you're going to handle it and how you're going to go through it and how you're going to get there and what you're going to do about it. And you're going to have to sit still and consider what the Lord's done for you. And remember, it's not a basic thing. But all falls apart. It's still not a basic thing. In comparison to what He went through to give us the privilege to be able to call on His name. To give us the privilege to be able to kneel to the old-fashioned altar when He knocks at our heart to obtain salvation. That's one thing that you can do for your kindred, your loved ones, the people around you. You won't always be around. But if you give Him Jesus, He will. If you teach Him about the Lord and the way to walk and the way to talk and you endure some things and you consider some things, then there's a possibility that your children will listen. It ain't always going to work. I tell you, they don't always listen. But then again, we don't always listen. But we still need to consider that He is ever grateful and ever merciful and ever helpful and ever kind and ever generous and He sure don't give us what we deserve. He sure don't put us in the place that we deserve to be. He'll set you up in a high place when you know good and well you shouldn't be there through His grace and mercy. But if you ain't careful, you'll get weary in your mind when you get there and wonder and doubt and think and almost cheat yourself out of a blessing from God. And you're sitting here thinking about right now what God's done for you and maybe something more God wants you to do. And you're going to sit there and think about it. You're not going to consider what He's done 
And you're going to talk yourself out. Whatever he's laid on your heart to do, you're going to talk yourself out of it. Because you are weary and faint in your mind. And that's what he said. Lest you be weary and faint in your mind. So you got to consider this. Don't forget how good it's been for you. Don't forget things happen, but there's no way. I don't know about you, but in my life, we've done things there's no way. Yeah. And I'll sit back and look, and I, I, I have sat down myself and tried to figure out how God worked it out, and I still have no idea. No idea. So thank you, Lord. So that's what He wants from us. To remember, but don't forget to be thankful. But don't be weary. Don't faint. <coughs> Consider what he's done. I appreciate his word. I appreciate my church, my Christian brothers and sisters. Again, like I said, I was going a completely different way, and I might be short. And I get to drink the coffee. Yes, I do appreciate my church. I've missed being here. You listen to the podcast, and you can listen to different things. This is where I've grown I'm sorry, this is where I get my trouble. This is where I get my strength. Things begin to get weary and come unfrail when you don't get to come in here and gather and get strength from your brothers and sisters. It kind of starts to come unfrailing. This is where you draw strength. So important. Each and every one follow God. There's a hill in the valley that you cross. The church needs to know about. There's a place that God brought you through that the church needs to know about. Why is that? Because it draws strength. Somebody might be weary in their mind. It's true. Ready to give up. I said, don't go that way. It's not hard to think. It's not a bad thing. <coughs> in that mind, the old calm mind, and everything's falling apart. Your cup will always be half, half, in, half full. Half empty, half full. But if you look to Him, remember what He's done to get you in a place where you are at right now. It cost him his life. Great sweat and drops of blood. All those things. But we don't need to forget that. Consider. Anybody got anything? I appreciate the lesson. Pretty serious, scary things. It's really not that bad. Mm-hmm. 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 That's what's true. Appreciate that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate your lesson too. And, uh, you come early when you first got started. You see a bit of how God showed you things. 
I just want to share something with you. I believe Sunday school is about learning from each other. I'm a little slow. Maybe you've all figured this out a long time ago, but I love when God shows me something. I was praying the other day, and I said, God, I thank you for the night that I remember that it was just me and you. I felt like I was nobody in the world but me and you. And about that time, God came by, and he said, when you seen other people in a fog walking around you, you felt like it was just me and you in the world that day. That's when I left the 90 and 9 and I come looking for you. And I thought, you know, he had left the church. They were just rejoicing and shaking hands around me and they were fine. God had them. They were okay. And he left them that minute. And he came to, to see me. And they were okay and just happy and rejoicing because he had them too. And I thought, God, I don't, it may not mean nothing to you, but I could just about shout it. I said, God, I thank you. It made us sin. He just, I'm ever learning. And I thank him that every day I see something new in his word. Something you've all probably seen many years ago when he just showed me. But I thank you. I know he left in 99, but I felt like that was the minute he left him and came to me. And uh, I just wanted to share that. When I told Greg this morning, I'm really glad I'm saved. I thank him for the night in my memory. I can remember when he washed my sins away. I'm glad I'm saved. Appreciate that. Anybody else? Appreciate that. Anybody else? Appreciate it, Lisa. You're talking about his sweat becoming his blood, and we've never had to go that far. So whole thing for the he did. He did that for our bad part. Yeah. He, didn't, he didn't do it because we do stuff for people who don't feel so good to us. We like each That's other. True. For the good part, he does it. For the bad part, yeah. it's true. completely different. Yeah. What he was willing to do for us. So I'm so thankful for Anybody else? You just need that you consider what God's done for you. And follow Him. I need you. If God draws strength from what God lets you do, and what God gets praise and glory for the things He's brought you through, and things he's done for you, and you thank him for the hills and the valleys. For the things that he's done, and already done, and done to do. We would sit back and remember and endure. Anybody else? Yeah. 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 Yeah.